Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Show with Drake Toll. He's ready to go today. I've already talked to him several times, and uh, he's uh, he's been hard at it, out closing deals left and right, and then working on that award-winning programming that we do every day from 3 to 6. And, of course, the big lead-in audience from the John Morris Show. And before that, it's that press box show with Ward White's Aaron Sexton alongside, as always, is it is Baylor, Texas week. Guys, I have uh, been in touch in the last 24 hours with the University of Texas Athletic Director, Chris Del Conte. He said, hey, whenever we need him, he's ready to go. I hope my recent tweet has not changed that. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. As I uh, Matt, tweeted, what if people have not seen yeah. your recent tweet? What, uh, what was the content of it? <laughs> yeah, I basically said something along the lines of it now looks like swapping UT for Colorado is basically a push. Oh. And then I said maybe with a lean toward the Buffaloes. And, of course, I knew this would trigger some of the Longhorn Nation out there. But, boy, today um, I, I get some backup to that tweet because the ratings, boy, Aaron Sexton, one thing you'll learn, Drake, Aaron Sexton <laughs> is a ratings magnet, both for our ratings, but he also loves looking at these numbers and what these games pool and, oh, who was top 10 or how these Pac-12 teams do. And there's a reason Big Noon and College Game Day Keep flocking to Boulder. Bingo. And what? Yeah. And what's going on with these Buffaloes? The um, they the game ended in the East Coast at about one or one thirty in the morning, on uh, on Sunday morning, Saturday night game. The Colorado Colorado State Colorado State double overtime victory again. This is late night Pac-12 stuff, which generally may get like if they got three million. People would be going crazy over that. A late night. I'm talking even if USC's in a good game. If they get $3 million, you'd be like, hey, great job, guys. Great job. Um, this game drew 9.3 million viewers to make it the most watched late night college football game ever on ESPN. It's also ESPN's fifth most watched regular season game ever on the network for any time slot. I mean, it's crazy. This broadcast window for ESPN college football averaged about 1.7 million viewers last year 
Oh my gosh! Poor if, well, Cle- so what you're saying oh. is, if Deion Sanders had gotten to the Pac-12 two, even two years ago, he probably could have saved that league single-handedly. Like that, that he, those ratings are stupid. It, this is they, the biggest they thing. They to had have. him. They knew they had him when they went to market. I mean, he he had already Colorado, but they didn't. But they didn't know it was going to be like this. I mean, he, they had him, but they didn't have these ratings to back up. Because if Colorado gets beat by TCU by 21 like they were supposed to, mm. this does not happen. Yeah. You're right. They didn't know. Thanks, man. They didn't know it was going to be Matt? this. What did you just say? Is, no, no. Hey, just take it when you yeah. get it, by the way. Don't, we don't need to, uh, you know. You've do done that to me at least dance. three times, Matt. The, the Buffaloes victories over TCU and the Huskers. Uh-huh. Averaged about eight million viewers for Fox, and then Colorado. Now this game, of course, is going to be on ABC Saturday. Um, that's a two thirty kickoff on ABC, three thirty Eastern, as Colorado faces Oregon. I mean, we're to the point. The Buffaloes have basically become like the Dallas Cowboys of college football. If it's almost like if college game day or big noon kickoff could do could go there every weekend they would like yeah. at some point you can't do that right I mean it is logistically you and, and even the way it looks you can't do that well you, you play the hits fascinating though. you know it's it's the search engine yeah. optimization this is all about clicks and views and Correct. the money comes from playing the hits and I mean, given the opportunity of going to Washington State and Oregon State or Colorado and literally anybody, I mean, they've, they want to make money. They want to put dollars in pockets, and this is how you do it. You just follow Dion off into the sunset. I mean, so Matt, Matt let me put it like this. So I, I've done this little podcast thing on the side now for about a month, okay, for a month and a half or so, and videos about Deion Sanders get 10 times as many views. And like I mentioned, you know, the more views you get, the more compensation comes with that. I, like, people are making thousands, millions, millions of dollars off of just talking about Deion Sanders at Colorado. It's special. Mm-hmm. Why do you think we're doing it today? <laughs> I, I, well, I mean. More, more Hold on, viewers, Matt. I'm getting a call from a sponsor. More, they heard the Dion talk. They want in. More listeners. I mean, more. It is uh, it is wild how prominent and how huge this is becoming. And at four o'clock today, we'll get hot and heavy into it, and we'll revisit my tweet about does Texas a a swap? And let's leave out what I don't want to do is get too much. Uh, what about OU? No, we're just talking. I just want to talk about Texas because Texas is coming in here this week. And the Dion, the Colorado, the, it, and to your point, Drake, think about the Klievkov. First of all, he got a decent offer from what? ESPN. Oh, yeah. And, he, what and, an he, idiot. and, and they, they all, and it wasn't just his fault. Like yeah. the Arizona president, all the other presidents said, nah, no, nah, we can get, hey, George, go back and tell them we want $50 million. And ESPN laughed at him when they did that. But they had a $30 million offer. I mean, they had basically right around the same offer that the Big 12 ended up getting. And they scoffed at it, said, nah, nah, we want more. And then when they knew they had to go crawling back to ESPN, it was too late. And the great Yormark came rolling in there 
and your your mark took care of business. It was ABC. Uh, it was always be closing. Now that game ended the other night. I was wrong. It was even a little later than I said. Two thirty a.m. Eastern time. Two thirty. Wow. And it pulled this number. Think about if that game started at seven p.m. instead of nine p.m. They end up pulling like what eleven to twelve million, maybe more. In terms of viewers, yeah, I mean this is this is unreal. And then Dion's a—he's also an agent of healing. Aaron, you know I sent you that—I <clears throat> think I sent you that video or the audio of Dion kind of healing the nation and basically saying, "Hey, great player." Talking about that Colorado State, Henry Blackburn, shot. yeah, Henry Blackburn, great player. He says, great hit. You know, some people kind of call it a cheap shot, but we got to stop these debt threats. It's crazy. This is football. We got to move on. Dion, a man who likes to stoke the fires, usually via sunglasses or whatever, healing a country. America's hero, Dion Sanders. I mean, legitimately, everything Dion does at this point, Matt, and I disagreed with him a bit last week saying that, uh, you know, Colorado State made it personal. Like, okay, give me a break. But then after the game, you see what he said about Jay Norvell? Did you see that? Which is what? He, he comes out and he says, hey, look, because Dion said, leave the cameras rolling during the, the postgame handshake. So somebody asked him in the presser, they said, so how did the handshake go? And he said, look, I have nothing but respect for that man. I am glad they played this game close. My success has nothing to do with his success, and I wish him the absolute best in the future I'm glad there's another black head coach in college football, and I hope he does spectacular at Colorado State. I couldn't believe it, Matt. I couldn't That's believe great. it. Deion Sanders, America's hero. <laughs> Not exactly what I expected to be happening. Um, and even to the point, and I'm the one who brought it up with Jerry after the Cowboys game. Jerry, what would you think about Dion? And, uh, and – and, and I see what I you're know. trying to do there, Matt. I see the collusion. Aaron, do we still have that? We might play that later in the program. But I I kind of liked where Jerry went with that. Jerry loves him some Dion. He's got great admiration. And even though it was a little late for an 80-year-old man, Jerry, or 81, he stayed up till the bitter end to watch the overtime and watch Dion get the victory. And I assure you, if you think, if this thing ever goes sideways with Mike McCarthy, and it will at some point, if you don't think Jerry would consider, I mean, can you imagine oh my Dion gosh. on the sideline with the Cowboys? Now, Cowboys are doing great right now. They're riding high. The West Coast offense, the Texas Coast offense, everything looks good. Everything looks good. Well, but boy, if they have another playoff failure and everybody's wanting to ride McCarthy out of town, Oh my gosh. Matt, well, let me ask Jerry. you this. Uh, this is a this is a tough question cuz Baylor fans are kind of asking the same one. If you had the decision right now, red button in hand, Mike McCarthy, Deion Sanders, but you have to decide to have to decide right now today. What do you do? Well, if I'm deciding today, I would lean toward letting McCarthy you know, ride this thing out, 
see. I mean, because he's a proven Super Bowl winning uh, head coach. If he doesn't get it done, then I would be the first one leading. I I'm not certain. I think Dion's where he needs to be. Okay. I I because at the pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. he can't go to the portal and bring in fifty new people. Hey, he can't bring agency. his Louie. Or yeah. seventy people. Well, again, I know, but you only have so much of a roster, and you got fifty-three, and you got people that are spoken for. So the most Jerry would give him some limitations, right? He would say, "Well, Dion, sorry, I know you might want to bring a bunch of people in, but we only have money for you to go out and get two to four major free agents." I mean, this year the Cowboys did something they hadn't been doing recently, yeah. and that's go get some interesting free agents. And they had to trade for some of that, right? That wasn't just flat out signing in free agency, but they went. They had to make a trade for Gilmore, uh, Cooks. I can't recall. I think with Brandon Cooks, that might have been a straight up money, fi- you know, financial it was decision. A, it was a fifth or a sixth for Cooks too. Yeah. So both of these things had they actually had to give up something. Dion is at a place where he can be a agent of chaos. Yep. And so far it's working. Now I know people are saying well they're going to get blown out by Oregon or maybe they'll get blown out by USC. I I wouldn't I don't know. I don't know because by the way that Oregon coach was popping off. <laughs> Dion loves Last time they won anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't think that's not good. And I know sometimes, Drake, you were saying it last week, you can only do that so often. But, boy, that seems to resonate with Dion's players in that fan base, being the the upstarts from Colorado. And I kind of like a – like I wish I could give one of those speeches where I could kind of pause and the crowd would would fill in the blank. You know where he says – he gave one of those last week. And he was even in front of his fans or whoever. I'm trying to think. I know his team does it. But he was even in front of some of the fans. And he would stop, and the fans would gay. They would yell personal. And Dion would, like, lead them into this stuff. I mean, he is the perfect combination of, like, big-time Baptist pastor or whatever denomination you prefer. But big-time pastor. Mega, like a megachurch pastor. Megachurch pastor. He's got that kind of charisma yep. with great football knowledge, tremendous Hall of Fame, great name recognition, and on top of it, he was smart enough to bring in a good staff. Like, whatever he was doing early on at Jackson State worried me because I thought he was going to just bring in a bunch of buddies and let Michael coach the wide receivers and let so-and-so coach. The linebackers just, like, bring in a bunch of NFL buddies. It'd be fun, but there's no way to sustain that because those folks aren't used to putting in – they don't want to put in that many hours. They're used to doing more media stuff. We put in great hours in the media, but it has nothing like coaching. It has nothing like the coaching hours and all that. Well, he brought in serious people. This guy, this guy he's got as the offensive coordinator is a star. The guy he brought in from uh, Kent State. Um, I think it's nothing like coaching hours. Lewis, huh? Speaking no, yourself, it's different. There, Matt. Even well, okay, you can try to say you put in a bunch of hours, but it's like they're for the most part it's fun hours, and it's like you can kind of relax 
with the coaching, there's never a relaxing. You these guys never enjoy any right. of it. Well, like well, what we do well, is very enjoyable. That's, that feels yeah. like a stri- I feel like coaches all you have to. They love their their profession is not work. Yeah, I mean, okay, yes, it's work. But you know what they say: if you love Just, your job, you'll never work a day in your life. I, I don't know the pain they feel. Yes, is a whole different gr- thing <laughs> than anything. No, you're we right feel. about that because they get fired when they feel they get, they feel pain Correct. pain because they're going to be fired. We yeah, you and I can have a re- we could be wrong every single day. And still yeah. not feel that pain. I've I've put in crazy hours over the years and almost killed myself doing a blog where I was writing ten thousand words a day. So I know sometimes Drake, you see me and go Mosley rolls in here and and of course I will. I've never hidden the ball on the fact that I will never connect and will will barely. The other day that was a big moment for me to try to reach down there and put in a combination to unlock some seats. I know. That's, I that's literally. Saved that combination for you, Matt. (laughs) Knowing that I'd set up every other piece of equipment. I have never hidden the ball on that. I will never connect a single wire in my life. But now I've put in a huge amount of hours and pain and all that kind of stuff. But we, we we can't even compare... To what these coaches and their Mentally, families yeah, feel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The toll it takes, all of that kind of stuff. Now, they get paid, especially the head coaches, enormous amounts. Right. And those assistants right. now, the coordinators get paid huge amounts. But at the same time, they can all get fired. Like Dave Aranda, as great a young coach as he was, a, a, a defensive guru, he wakes up one day and he's out in Hawaii you think, oh, man, I'm in Hawaii. This is awesome. And they got nowhere to go. Like, it's like, oh, my gosh, we all just got fired. What do we do? Now, most people find the next stop. He obviously found the next stop, whether it was Utah State or Delta State, wherever he went. He was able to. Some of those guys never find the next spot. And you say, what do they end up doing, Mosley? Well, they end up selling insurance and doing what normal people do. Um, or go find a, a job in the media or something. I don't know what they do. Well, but well, some of those coaches look at like a never... Ron Cooper, Matt. I mean, as, as good yeah. as he's been, that poor guy has never had stability in coaching. He has had to move a dozen yeah. times in the last 25 years. That is, the, oh, that's terrible. Well, there's no coach, unless they just somehow went from a GA and stayed at their place or whatever. But you, call, you almost can't find a coach who's arrived at the age of 45 to 50 years old that hasn't had at least seven stops. I mean, the family toll is just insane. Like, the, for instance, I'll tell you one. The guy who got fired at Tech, and he's at Oklahoma now, his family had to stay behind because they, all, they, they were in high school and they wanted to finish out in Lubbock. So their dad got run out of town in favor of, you know, Joey McGuire took over. They're all... Matt. The, the, this is Matt Wells you're talking about? Yeah. Wow. The whole family, and the reason I know is because his wife went to Baylor with me, and she's a great friend and has been for many years. But they're finishing out, and, of course, they got a gorgeous home and all that. So it's like nobody probably feels sorry for them, but still, it's a weird deal. He's an analyst for Venables at OU. His whole family's in Lubbock finishing up high school. To the getting to the point where they can sell that house and go be wherever he's going to be, Matt Wells, who's on Venable staff as some kind of analyst. Now maybe he got promoted to a, an actual assistant coach's job this year. I'm not sure. I haven't looked, but uh, yeah, it, it's a tough. Woo, 
That is a tough deal. Okay, well, that's fun. I don't know where we were going to go with all that, but that was enjoyable. Good afternoon, uh, Matt. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, today. yeah. good to visit with you. Uh, good to visit with Aaron as we continue on. And we need to uh, we need to discuss probably the worst bullpen in the history of Major League Baseball. <laughs> the, the worst bullpen in history of Major League Baseball on a good team, which is the worst part. They reside in Arlington, Texas. We discuss that next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Jones throws it out to the left. Fumble! Only heard here. Recovered in the air at the 20. All season. Run into the end zone by Duran Bland. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com when we say at ubo business services that we are the premier service provider for rico xerox conic minolta canon kisser and lexmark copiers and printers we are not blowing hot air one way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called net promoter score it is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service a score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. <laughs> That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? 
First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255 and ask for Matt. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were feeling it, too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. You were talking about my driving. (sighs) I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TxDOT. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show with Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton alongside, producing, directing, although two guys that are almost impossible to direct in any possible uh, way, <laughs> but uh, doing his best. And, uh, guys, we it almost – I mean, if it weren't the Rangers, if it weren't a team that we uh, wanted to get to the postseason, this would almost be to the comical uh, part. I, you know, I, it's hard to watch these games when you know the ending. I mean, I, I part of why we love sports is for the drama. Um, we were so excited yesterday to get Josh Young back in the lineup, Adolis Garcia. Lineups just come out, by the way. Josh Young's batting cleanup tonight. This is such Sox. a good lineup, Matt. Odolis Garcia is uh, batting sixth. It is a good lineup. Uh, unfortunately, right now, if you score one run like they did the other night, you're going to get beat 2-1. If you score two runs, you're going to get beat 4-2 because there's no way you're going to be able The only way to win a game is to win by six to seven runs. Is to score if, double-digit runs at this point. Correct. You have to, you have to, and this is unreal how bad 
this bullpen is. And Drake, this got this got a little ugly last night. Um, Will Smith was out there, who's been the Rangers' closer at times. Yeah, that's a and, strong word, Matt. Closer's a strong word. Yeah, I don't know what you would call it. Um, the guy that tries to pitch late in baseball games. Yeah, I think is more. Appropriate. And it went it went poorly. And just to give some context, this is now they they've had six of the last sixteen save opportunities. They've converted three of those. That sounds made Going up. Back it's to so August, bad. <laughs> I've never. I literally. I mean, I grew up as a kid. Coming home and watching every Cubs game on WGN. And then at night, we would watch the Superstation. And, Drake, I know this is crazy, but when I, when Aaron and I were kids, we didn't get every Rangers game. In fact, you would only get, like, selected home games, and you're lucky if you got, like, 40 to 50 of the 162 games. You might get, like, 40 of them on TV. And then you might catch a national game every once in a while. This is back when, like, Matt Harrison, Josh Hamilton, that team. (laughs) No, you need to go. (laughs) You need to keep going about 20 years before that. I was about to say, that's. Yeah. Need to hop into the DeLorean. Yeah, that's your junior high team. That was, yeah, this was was more like, um, let's see, who was Ruben Sierra, Pete Incavillia. I was trying to make you sound young, Matt. No, no, no. Well, don't. Yeah, don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't do. I don't help you in any regard there. And I'm fine sounding my age. But I think, um, yeah, with that team. By the way, Aaron, that was when Franco comes in. Rafi. That was that was a bashing. That's where the Rangers could hit like crazy. That's like what you. That's honestly what they need right now. And at times this season, this lineup has hit a lot like those old unbelievable lineups. Unfortunately, it's not happening right now. And in these last, here they go on a six-game winning win streak, and they follow it with a, let's see, they got swept in Cleveland. Now they've lost one of the Red Sox. Four-game losing streak. Correct. And they are trying to fall out of the, the wild card race. I mean, they're still in it because, honestly, Seattle's been bad recently. And, by the way, Houston has not been great. But they are desperately asking teams to eliminate them. Because Toronto, since they swept Toronto, Toronto's well, not been that great, but they've bounced back a little bit. Um, Drake, this is this is record-setting stuff yeah. in the wrong direction. And quite honestly, given how historically bad the bullpen has been, it's remarkable that they're even in this thing. They they should Seattle or whoever Toronto, whoever they're behind, you know, or should have should have, like, completely put the hammer on them two weeks ago. And yet they're being allowed to hang around, hang around, hang around. And the sad thing, oh, last night, Bochy just got, Bochy had seen enough. And, Drake, that's a bad sign because Bochy is an incredibly calming influence who's seen it all. And last night he'd had enough. And it looked like he was ready to just go crazy on Will Smith, and he did. He did. The cameras were on him, and he went total F-bomb, F-bomb, F-bomb Can't on the reliever. Not good. Yeah, it was tough, tough. Not good. Uh, the And the whole deal is basically him saying, 
the Texas Rangers are not locked in, which sounds so odd to me because it feel it felt like if you watched that Blue Jays series that everybody was playing so hard that this team really wants it. I mean, you can usually see with a baseball team when the squad has given up, thrown in the white fl- the, the white flag, the white the, the towel, whatever you want here. Uh, but but now after last night's game, the, the last couple of games, it's. I mean, it's terrible that we have this this hope, Matt. It's the worst thing in the world, and it's hope. Because I watch the Rangers, and I think, all right, you're right there in the playoff hunt. Just win a couple of games, and bam, you're right there. Less than two weeks ago in this season. And, and what's even worse, maybe the worst part of this whole deal, listen to this, Matt, listen to this. Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, Nathaniel Lowe, Josh Young, Robbie Grossman, Garcia and Haim, Tavares, Carter, and then Ivaldi on the mound. This is the best that I can remember a Rangers lineup since 2013, 2014, I mean, that right there is a dominant offensive juggernaut of a team. They just don't really do the whole pitching thing. And and that's that's what sucks. They're, they're going to have to just score a lot of runs if they want to win games from here on out, which mm-hmm. they certainly can they're, do. They're running out of games, though. Well, but but they're, they're, yeah. you say that, so are the Blue Jays. So are the Mariners. Everybody's running out of games because all three of those teams – don't want it. It's like all three of them are trying to figure out which one of them wants to go home bad enough. Yeah. Um, Nobody will just do up, it. Nobody will just win. To be up, they're up 2-1 in that game. Uh, Simeon did that. And so they took the one-run lead into the eighth inning. And what do you, what what is the... It's like a bad movie, the foreshadowing. What always happens in baseball? A leadoff walk. Like, that's it. That, you know, you, you, you see it, and you're like, we're dead. We're dead. And, you know, they ha- they've had some pitchers that can get around some of that. They don't right now. And there's nowhere you could have gone. I'm trying to think last night. Um, you could have gone with, like, Stratton instead of Smith yeah. in retrospect. There's any anybody but Smith, you know, would have been a, a, a better way to go. Uh, it, you know, one thing right now, their MVP candidate has gone a little cold at the worst possible time. Yeah. Hitless in his last 12 at-bats. That's, un, that's so unlike Seager to even go into one of these little mini slumps. And uh, and then, of course, the, the, the lineup. That you just described, Drake. Um, the uh, last night, Red Sox, who are not any great shakes, retired uh, the last fourteen Rangers consecutively. Uh, so during a time when they needed to keep scoring, they weren't. Oh, what a great name for a pitcher, Cutter Crawford, K U T T E R, Cutter. God, I love that. But. Uh, Anyway, you know, you send Montgomery. It just doesn't even really matter right now who starts. You're in the game. You're up 2-1. You lose the game. It, yeah. is, uh, it is the demoralizing deal that has occurred. You're right. These other teams are affording you the ability to try to hang in there a little bit. Reminder, Josh Young now moves up a spot in the order to clean up. Adolis is going to stay at sixth, and Grossman hitting fifth tonight. And and to your point from earlier, Drake, I mean that's a that's an unbelievable seven hole hitter yeah. to have Jonah Heim 
hitting in the seven hole behind Adolis Garcia. That's this should be. This is as good course, as a lineup, Matt. Can I say this without being sounding crazy? As the Michael Young, Josh Hamilton, Ian Kinsler, Elvis Andrus, Adrian Beltre. This is as good as the lineup has been since that era of Rangers baseball. Should be. I, I'm not crazy for saying that. I don't no, think there's should, another lineup in the decade, in the last decade, who's been close. Should be, and at times they've produced like that lineup. Now, of course, you never knew or Hamilton. He might show up at Sherlock's and have a relapse, and you know Hamilton had all sorts of demons Why, yes. that he was he was fighting. Remember but that when he was guy. right, he was the natural. He was he was like the embodiment of that of that movie. I mean, and of course yes. they play the natural after all home runs. But I was there one night when he went for three home runs. Like every night, you wondered. He had a four what bomb he night at one do. point. Remember, he had the What's four. Bo- he had the four home run night. That Maybe that's the point. night. Okay, he, did he hit four that he night? Four now that I'm remembering night. it. Yep. Is, okay, well I was there, and it was one of the dangest things I've ever been a part of. Yep. He provided some of the greatest moments, but then his career in life oh, yeah. kind of spiraled out of control. Unfortunately, uh, uh, anyway, he he was an amazing story yeah, I just, in itself. I, I think this is this lineup is as good as it's been since that group. This is and people have made that comparison. This is as good a team the Rangers have had in the last ten years. But I mean that you think about that team had so many pieces in the bullpen from Joe Nathan shutting. Th- I mean you had a, a really reliable closer, Koji Uhara as your setup man too, and then the starting lineup from. You know, uh, was it Matt Harrison to, we've already mentioned Derek Holland. That, that's even pre-U Darvish uh, talking. Was it Alexi Agondo got some starts in a couple of those seasons, too? Uh, Colby Lewis was uh, Colby Lewis you know, was also an, in there. enormous yep. part of that. And, uh, and he had the famous strikeout of A-Rod to end the series against the Yankees. And then, of course, game four against the Cardinals uh, was the greatest pitching performance in Rangers history and Derek I know people Holland. say what about Nolan but Derek Holland as far as at the at, in a world series game four in front of your home crowd and you go eight and two-thirds um yep. that was um that was on oh, that game he was stuff. the reason that I wore number 45 in little league Derek Holland bring him back and he is young if Derek Holland was making him Wow. <laughs> Go out and get 40. Go get my walking cane real quick. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that was, though. And, oh, don't forget, um, on that first World Series team, CJ was in that uh, yeah. was in that rotation as well. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Harrison, uh, Derek, CJ, and Colby. And, yeah, that, that was – Colby well, was and a then, gamer again, and a half. Well, then, again, seven – Seven all-stars in the offense. Oh, yeah. that, that team was just stupid. There's no reason that there shouldn't have been a ring in that era, that five-year stretch. But you're right. They had a they had a bullpen that just had some depth to it. Yeah, Koji Uhara. And, 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 people and forget. Brought, like at the end of the year, they brought up Mike. Um, what was that guy's name? He's a hard-throwing righty, which most righties are in the majors. But gotta, he got to be, yeah. Yeah. Not Brad um, Johnson. Brad Johnson's not that one. Well, that was a football player, but um, yeah, I Mike was it Mike Harris? Anyway, Mike, no, that's way going back. They, by the way, you remember that player? They used to have a guy named Greg Harris. 
Aaron, you'll remember this, a reliever, and he may have started some games, and he was the original guy who could relieve from both sides. But the Rangers thought that was too freaky to let him do it in a game. And then years later, a couple of players in the majors have done that. They have a special glove made, and they but they have to declare before each batter, you know, which which side they're going to pitch from. But the Rangers had the original guy who could do that. That also was a guy, in uh, Greg Harris, I think was his name, who he hurt his hand and couldn't pitch while filing his fingernails. He had an accident, and he was not able to pitch in a game <laughs> because he was filing his nails, and he somehow started bleeding. Again, Rangers have had some very weird Derek Holland's injuries. dog ACL scenario. Yes, he tripped over his dog named Wrigley. Which I still don't think he tripped over his dog, by the way. And Odeby McDowell was opening a can of something. He was opening some pickles. I can't remember, but Odeby McDowell w- had to go on the injured list because he, he was opening a can of pickles. That may have been Greg Harris. He was opening a can of something. And he got hurt. There were a lot of weird injuries over the years. It is the Matt Mosley Show, Drake Toll. We roll on. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us as we get into our NFL Blitz? Major news. Had two games last night. Horrible injury in one of them. That's all next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. 
At Bush's Chicken, we understand how stressful life can be at times. There's work, getting kids to and from school, ball games, and other extracurricular activities. That's why we make ordering at Bush's Chicken quick and easy with the fastest drive through service you will ever experience. You can leave the cooking to us, save time, and still feed your family a solid meal. On your way home, stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with RockMyMortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, RockMyMortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. RockMyMortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at rockmymortgage.com today. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Come check out the end-of-summer clearance sale at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. Many of our boats are now priced as low as they can go. You don't want to miss out on these incredible deals. Also, for a limited time, we're offering free accessories packages worth up to $2,750 with select Yamaha boats. Imagine the satisfaction you would feel owning a new boat. Visit our website, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, or Google Marineland Boating Center. You can see in our reviews why we are the highest-rated boating center in Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley, Toll, Sexton with you rolling into the uh, 3 o'clock hour. That's what my old Spanish professor at Baylor, Baudelio Garza, used to call me. Senor Mosley. And, and boy, I loved Baudelio Garza, one of my favorite professors ever. And, uh, and he would say, Mr. Senor Mosley, you laugh now, you cry later. Is what was what uh, Professor Garza would say to me. All right, Aaron, what um, what do we have uh, in store on uh, NFL Blitz? A couple of games last night, Monday Night Football. The Saints held on to beat the Panthers 20-17, and the Steelers, thanks to their defense, came back and defeated the Browns 26-22. The big story, though, last night, Browns all-pro running back Nick Chubb done for the season with a Devastating knee injury, according to every report. I I haven't seen it. I've tried to avoid it as much as possible just because I heard how bad it is. And it's too bad. He's super talented, one of the top five backs in the league easily. Um, I believe he's won the man of the year 
from the Browns organization at least once. Just from everything I heard, a great guy and uh, a really, really bad knee injury. You know, it, it, it. I've seen it, and I and I was like you. I was not trying to see it, but you can't be on Twitter today without like accidentally seeing what happens. And and I think it's fine when a when a network says, "Hey, we're not going to show this to you." I don't really. I mean, we're now in a world where they. I mean, if somebody wants to see it, they're going. Somebody's going to have it, and you can go see it. So if a network decides that, I don't have any issue with it. It was, uh, you just, you know, it's it's awful. Drake, I got to ask you this, though. On that particular injury, like, we, if you did that to a quarterback, you would be fine, huge, kicked out of the game for coming in low, all of that. Is there anything the defender, was it was it a dirty play or just extremely unfortunate? Because you, you can't really tackle a, Running back without trying to come in low. Um, you were asking this, assuming that I've seen the play. Oh, you really haven't seen and it. And I okay. have seen the play. Okay, okay. Uh, reluctantly. I what? Look at the Joe Theismann deal. Okay, and Alex Smith had the same thing. Like this, this stuff happens. You know, quarterbacks get hit, they get rolled up, and their leg breaks into three pieces. Nobody ever bl- Nobody ever suspends the defender or finds the defender. I don't think that's right. I don't think anybody be. Uh, Female dogging and moaning if if this was a quarterback situation. Oh, oh my gosh! If they knocked out a starting quarterback, Alex would that Smith, hit Joe Theismann. Oh, you, this would be We've enormous. Seen, no, this wasn't a yeah. dirty hit. This wasn't a dirty. No, hit. I'm saying it wouldn't. It, I I I agree. It's different for a running back. It's just quarterbacks are protected so much, and I think right. this really comes back to. Aaron, you thought wasn't it Tom Brady who they knocked out for the whole season? You remember and they came in on him low. That's where the protection for quarterbacks coming in low came from. But in this instance, I, I don't know. Um, but you have seen it, Drake. You don't think it was dirty? It just bottom line is it just looked awful because it's like a straight line, the leg, and then you just come straight at the bend of the leg and turn it the wrong way. I wouldn't, like I wouldn't see turn it the wrong way. I'd say fold it the wrong way. It was that gru- that kind of gruesome. They folded it the wrong way. It was bad, and I, I hate it so much for uh, Chubb. Great player by all accounts, great person. And uh, Oh, by the way, guys, on a, on a happier note, did you see the Browns' uh, quarter, starting quarterback? Some people are claiming that he's been out on a burner account. And, and kind of defending some of his play. <laughs> people always catch that. I don't know why people people still try to do it. Always get and caught. The Twitter handle is kind of funny. It's like it's it's um, Watson, whatever it is. It and it's totally defending Deshaun Watson. Hey, if they're not going to block for him, what do you expect him to do? <laughs> hey, the guy has no time. And the 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 net, the Twitter handle is kind of funny because it's like. Um, Number one Watson I, face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like what? It's like, dude, you probably ought to change the deal if you're going to do a burner. You probably shouldn't use your own name. But it totally, whoever got all these these uh, these tweets or whatever we call them now, X's. Um, it's funny, very funny. It looks like a a Watson burner account. And the worst, of course, offender of the burner account is KD. 
in basketball, in the NBA. Oh, that guy. I feel like he's the worst. Huh? He just cannot stand people criticizing him <laughs> online. He has to, feels like he has to respond to everyone that says a negative thing about him. Yeah. See, I think Drake at a young age has learned not to get too into that whole scene. Like kind of he takes the beating that you get when you have certain tweets. I've been wrong before on Twitter, and when I am, I, I will say that I was wrong on Twitter but about I'm saying X, even, even I'm saying when people come at you for some take or you're making fun of, let's say, Iowa State or K-State, for the most part, you just kind of let them have their say, right? You don't yeah, try to I, come I, back I have at only them. ever blocked two people, maybe three people in the history of Twitter, two of which came this last Saturday. So I it was a very I was very war torn on Saturday. I don't like blocking people. If you disagree with me, come disagree with me, but the second you what, tweet so it, 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 what? Ri- it it arise to the level of like hatred in your mind that they just say something that you don't have to tell us what it is, but well, it there, just there's a certain the level. there's a certain mm-hmm. irrationality when I there there comes a point where the, the conversation's closed and they would keep coming back. It was a husband and wife. This <laughs> yeah. has never happened to me. It was a husband and wife going back and forth, kind of tagged every tweet that I'd send. You know, I, I would send a tweet that said, well, what happened actually? Somebody else tweeted, yeah. you know, the crowd is kind of poor today for Baylor, which I disagreed with. I left it alone, was not involved in that conversation. The person subtweets it with, hey, don't say this to at Drake C. Toll. Uh, he just only says everything negative about Baylor all the time. I'm not even in this conversation. And I had just tweeted about how good the crowd was. Uh, yeah. So it became a point where every single tweet that these two people would send, they were obsessed with me, Matt. Everything yeah. that they would tweet had something to do with me or my account. Well, and I, I take that kind of stuff as a compliment that somebody would right, right, right. enough I, That's of why you I would never block, would, I'd never block people. I, like, do it, whatever. I, I don't I like care. The, I just I got like too annoyed. Button. I like the mute button. I think that's a great thing because they never know that they've been blocked. Well, and then you never have to hear from them again. Right. But then, you know, you always do because the mute button doesn't really work on the Twitter sphere as well as it should. And then, of course, I blocked them. And the first thing I see is they posted, oh, what a snowflake. You know, XYZ <laughs> oh. blocked me. And, I mean, it just, shows you, it just shows you the character of some people is really disappointing. The worst is when you try to, and I've had this happen to me, and I, and I don't do it anymore, is if you try to have, like, a nice explanation yep. nope. on DM or I or sent even, them my phone number. I tweeted go, publicly my phone number so I could talk to these people reasonably. Well, and I wouldn't do that. realized yeah. that was a mistake pretty quickly. I can't be yeah. – I used to do that all the time when someone disagreed with me. I don't think I could do that anymore. I can't get away with it now. No, no, no. I would not. I would stay away from the phone number unless it's some kind of weird backup burner type number. All right, Aaron, yeah, what else up. do you have, sir? Injury news on another running back. Giants star running back Saquon Barkley. Initial reports said could be out up to three weeks after sustaining an ankle injury in the Giants' 31-28 win over the Cardinals. His coach, Brian Dayball, says not so fast. When a reporter suggested that Barkley would miss time after, as I mentioned, the report said it could be out up to three weeks with the injury, he said, quote, I wouldn't count on that, not just yet. When pressed... He said, I'm not saying he's out. I'm not saying he's in. He's a quick healer. We're going to take it all the way up with him to Thursday. He's a quick okay. healer. I, you I know, like Matt, that. you want to know something crazy? This one's wild. A kid for China Spring tore his ACL in week one against Lorena is scheduled to come back in two weeks. 
Yeah, that doesn't seem no, right? like it makes no sense. Like a pure makes no sense. It doesn't seem like it could be a full ACL. No, I, I've never I, heard of see, anything like that. I don't this. know what's going on right now with a lot, but but it seems like that's becoming more common as people playing through or playing with wild injury. And this is no again. Maybe it's, people are healing faster now. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what it it's is. not a true ACL if they've come if they come back two weeks later. I don't know. Right? It to me that would be. That it's, sounds way more like an MCL, but no, if it's a true it, ACL, yeah. that's that's like uh, some kind of medical miracle. So, and we have a lot of doctors who listen to us. Doctor Haynes, what do you think? Lance, what do you think? Um, we've got uh, we've got a, a lot of great ones. Doctor Laura, what do you think about that? You know but what's wild? What's wild, Matt? Is so I you know I was there when he tore his ACL, and I I know his father really well. So the next day, I you know I called him and he said, "Yep, you know it's all but." Uh, a couple of strings attached. He's torn his ACL. And I was like, well, that's not good. When's the surgery? And the dad said they vetoed it. Apparently the mother of the kid was like, no, we're, gonna ha- we're not going to have surgery. Uh, let's see if it, you know, let's see if in a couple, because he had full mobility, said it didn't hurt that bad. But the scan shown a tore ACL. He said, let's just see what happens. They gave it five weeks and the kid's ready to play again. I, I wouldn't, like. I wouldn't do it. I'd have surgery right away. But they said they were going to delay the surgery. See what yeah. happens. See, since he has mobility and he doesn't hurt that bad, they're going to let him play. So I don't know who the team doctor is, who covers them, but I would have. Well, it's not the team doctor. I would have doctor. so many second opinions. Right. Well, this, is like the, this is the ortho. Well, yeah, this is the ortho. Sure. Ooh, that is a rough. I'm going to. I'm going to look into this. This is this. We this should. We should me. do an investigative um, piece. You know, yeah. old old timey radio stations. I don't know if you ever listened. Had uh, they would do packages like news packages, but radio packages. We should do one on this kid, the Miracle <laughs> Kid. Yeah, you're in Hearst's thing, Matt? I know. <laughs> Old-timey radio. I think Way back to, in the day. to him, Aaron, that's like what Galloway and I were doing. Yeah. To him, old-timey, old-timey radio was in early, early 2000s, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the Matt Harris and he keeps bringing it up. Josh Hamilton, <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, I've got one for you guys. Um, this is just breaking today based on the Nick Chubb story. Um, according to... Uh, this is I saw this on Pro Football Talk, and I think Tom Palacero had, had this uh, for the NFL Network. Free agent running back Kareem Hunt, who's been, you know, he visited this offseason but has not had a team, is uh, uh, the, he'll be visiting the Browns now that they've lost Chubb. Um, wow. So Browns chose to not to re-sign Hunt because they thought his speed was slipping. And that, you know, obviously hasn't changed in the last five minutes. He's 28 years old. He averaged 3.8 yards per carry and a career-low six yards per catch last season with a long play of 24 yards. The lead back for now will be Jerome Ford after he had 16 carries for 106 yards and three catches for 25 yards and a touchdown on Monday night. But they need depth behind him. Um... The only other back, and Aaron, you would know this one, is Pierre Strong. I'm not familiar with a young man's work, but he's the only other running back they have on the 53-player roster. Aaron, do you have one more you wanted to get to? Yeah. By the way, Pierre Strong, they traded with new Patriots to get, and he's a he's a third down back. He catches passes, and he's a smaller back. So they mm-hmm. they that's why probably why they're bringing Green Hunt. Yeah. Well, uh, real quick. Uh, Former former Cowboy cornerback Anthony Brown 
has signed with the 49ers. The 49ers brought in multiple defensive backs to work out, but ended up signing Brown. Brown tore his Achilles with the Cowboys last year. He had been on the Pittsburgh Steelers practice squad until today. Now he is on the 49ers active roster. So it's good to see him back yeah. in the league after that injury because before the injury, he was one of the top slot corners in the league. Big-time success story who was either seventh-round or undrafted for the Cowboys and ended up playing quite a few seasons and has now been in the league, Aaron, what, seven years or something along those lines, mm-hmm. has been around a long time and uh, and will help out the 49ers. And of course, they'll be saying, hey, give us the give us the Cowboys secrets. Well, think about that, Aaron. 49ers game coming up in just a couple of weeks. And uh, they'll be saying, Anthony, help us out as we game plan for those Dallas Cowboys. Tell us what DQ's up to, what Dan Quinn is up to. How do we stop right, Micah? Uh, <laughs> How do we stop Micah? That's right. Oh, Micah is just unbelievable. All right, it's the uh, Matt Mosley Show continuing on. And Drake and I and Aaron, there's a big discussion to have about the University of Texas and the Colorado Buffaloes. That is next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at FirstCentralCU.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center. 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cnccollisioncenter.com and find them on Facebook. At Bush's Chicken, we understand how stressful life can be at times. There's work, getting kids to and from school, ball games, and other extracurricular activities. That's why we make ordering at Bush's Chicken quick and easy with the fastest drive through service you will ever experience. You can leave the cooking to us, save time, and still feed your family a solid meal. On your way home, stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. It's no exaggeration to say QC Kinetics can change your life. Hey, it's Matt Mosley from ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right into your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all of that horrible pain. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with with pain. If you have constant pain in your knees, hip, shoulder, or back, uh, or neck for me, you need to call and get a free consultation for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now is the best time to get started. 254-415-4100. Again, 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics 
254-415-4100. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Your modern-day general store is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina feed dealer, and they have deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders. McGregor General Store has a large inventory of new fashionable clothing items for men and women. Serapi collection purses, bags, boots, shirts, and jeans from Wrangler, Ariat, and Cinch, and ladies' Ariat boots and roper shoes. Go by and say hello to Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor and at McGregorGeneralStore.com. Dynamic Fabrication Solutions specializes in industrial maintenance, structural steel fabrication, and erection, all forms of welding, and much more. Their team of qualified professionals have secured a sterling reputation in delivering high-quality products and outstanding customer service. They are committed to delivering the best product possible in an efficient manner so you can move forward with peace of mind. Dynamic Fabrication Solution LLC is the number one specialty contractor in Central Texas. For more information, dynamic-fs.com. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton alongside, and... Uh, we are rolling along. We got a lot to get to today. We got Longhorns coming up 520 today. Chip Brown, he breaks a lot of Longhorns news, will be on with us. There's something, um, th- this news that came out today with, uh, with, the, with the, rank, the ratings of what Colorado did, and of course, Prime TV is the headline, the Buffaloes end up drawing 9.3 million viewers to make it the most watched late-night football game ever on ESPN. The game did not kick off till 10 o'clock Eastern, finished up about 2.30 a.m. Eastern. Broadcast window for ESPN college football with, with this kind of, you know, just regular teams, averages in the Pac-12 late nights, usually 1.7 million. That is, by my math, about 8 million more viewers, Colorado, Colorado State. This is an unbelievable thing that we've seen happen. Colorado faces number 10 Oregon on Saturday in a game scheduled for 
2.30 on ABC. This is going to get a monster rating. Maybe we can get some people coming in off that game. It Baylor starts on ABC at 6.30. Um, this, is, this is a phenomenal thing to watch, and it made me tweet something out about what if they swapped out the horns, um, swapping out the horns for the buffaloes is basically a push. Now, of course, I had tongue-in-cheek a little bit. I knew the Texas people would be triggered and would be upset. But from a viewer's standpoint, what Colorado is doing right now is just, it's, it's impossible. It's just crazy. We knew that he had brought a lot more eyeballs and excitement to Colorado. But what they're doing right now is incredible. And the brand that is now coming into the conference, Drake, this is... This becomes the biggest brand in the conference immediately. I mean, am I is that I mean in, in terms of college football, they come in and and they come in as the strongest member of the team right away. Any any argument there? From a brand standpoint, from what Colorado football is, they are the biggest. They immediately arrive as the biggest brand in the conference. Hmm. You know, I, I I think it would be an overreaction to immediately say yes to this. Because one of your schools in this league has the world's fastest growing religion based around it. So... When you think about one of your institutions being the flagship for the world's fastest growing faith, at mm. that point, nationally, internationally, the biggest brand is BYU. It is the school of the Church of Latter-day Saints, Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. They're the biggest brand. Also, the co- the problem with Colorado, Matt, and you know, I'm a big Dion fan. I'm a big Colorado fan. I think it's great for the sport. It's great for the sport. He will not be in Colorado in, in four or five years. And that's not what you're saying, I know. This is coming into the Big 12. They are certainly, uh, oh, they, yeah. they, they carry the most weight for now. But this all dies well, down at some point. You know, the U in the 80s, it the all here, dies down at yeah. some point. And so, I'm talking about the them, here and the now. Certainly no, you're not, not trying to think you're talking about, about four the, the, and five years. But no, you're saying I said next year. Next coming, year. But, but yes. that's not the here and the now. That's next year. And I think by this time next year, <laughs> he... No, Matt. I, I this one. I feel this is this is objective. By this time next year, it will not be as big of a story. It's flashy because it's new. He won't get college game day three weeks in a row next season. It won't be as big of a story. The U in the eighties. Everything dies down. Everything dies down. We will not be having the same conversation in week three next season. Boy, the U didn't die down quickly. I mean, they don't make documentaries about uh, what. Oh, and they well, will I, make I documentaries about Dion. The U- they will. I know, and they already do. They already have them out there, and he'll make them about himself, right? But I think this thing has staying power, and as long as he's there, they're going to continue to do huge numbers. And you put BYU against anyone up against the Buffs right now, I mean, just try to come up with any matchup in this conference, save like BYU versus Texas or BYU versus Oklahoma. Let's take those out because they're leaving us. There's just nothing that comes close to Colorado. 
I mean, Utah can make an argument as a big bully coming into the conference from a winning standpoint, what they're doing on the field. But branding and eyeballs, I don't know. Aaron, do you agree that this is going to take Peter out some? Or when when Dion arrives next year, will the eyeballs still be there? Uh, do you, well, yeah, what, what do you think, Gary? Is this, do, are we on a timeline with the Dion thing? It just, and honestly, I don't, not to not answer directly, but it depends on how the rest of the season go. If they fall off a cliff and lose five games, I think Drake's right. But if, if they can, like if they somehow won the next two, Dion talking going away anytime in the near future. Or including split the next two. They could lose one of these, obviously. Right. No, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. They, they, if they can beat USC or Oregon, I think it, mm-hmm. it would be close enough. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing that we're watching. I, I'd like to flesh out a little more of why BYU, that's interesting to me because, to me, they pale in comparison to Notre Dame. I do love their following. I don't think they're going to come in and necessarily take over from a viewer standpoint because it's still as big a following as they, they have. I don't know if we have ratings proof to go, oh, BYU, when they're involved in a game, they do enormous ratings. Now, we'll see because they'll be in some marquee games. Like, what did BYU-Arkansas? That's a pretty decent SEC team that has been kind of exciting the last couple of years. I'd kind of like to look at that in comparison to a late-night 9 p.m. Colorado-Colorado start. Do we have those numbers? I'd like to look at what BYU versus Arizona, because I think I think Dion. Well, is Matt, come now high one's a flashy new toy. One is a flashy new toy. The other is a entire religion. I know, but they've never but ever had ratings like Colorado's gotten the last two games. Ever? That's not. I don't think that's true. Maybe not in the modern era. I, yeah, modern, well, I did, yeah that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. But you think about the popularity of BYU football in the 80s and the 90s, and also now the fastest growing, like brand standpoint, we talk just brand. Well, ratings and brand are two different things here. But even when they were back in the Jim McMahon, the greatness of Steve Young, guess where they would go after all that? Like they would win like every game, and then they would go play in the Holiday Bowl. They won a they national championship in 83. Doesn't matter. 84. Doesn't matter because nobody even really honored it. Guess what? Go look where they played. They played in the, the Holiday season. Bowl that year. Thank you. <laughs> they went and played in the, the Holiday Bowl, which continues to this day to be kind of a mid-tier bowl because they were tied into it for whatever reason. I, I, that's, but I, I, am, I am very interested. I don't want to just uh, dismiss this out of turn. I like... I love the, the Mormons, and I welcome them into our midst. But now it comes back to, like, the void that UT and Oklahoma Can't are say leaving. Can't say Mormon, by the way. I can absolutely say it, nope. and I'll continue to say it. You no, I understand anymore. they like to say LDS, but I've got great LDS friends, and they, they say Mormon. So don't, <laughs> don't, don't come in here on that deal. But, but the Texas and, uh, and Oklahoma – leaving you know you you do have you've got all these great interesting teams coming in but you need to fill the void and we had hoped baylor 
and, and, and like rivalries against Oklahoma State and things like that might help build fill the void. What we're finding out is Colorado, I mean, what a disaster when you think about Klyevkov and the Pac-12 and the way the Pac-12 is playing this season and the amount of wins they've had. What a disaster to just let this thing die on the vine and basically hand-deliver for the great Yormark. He had to go get it. But they've delivered an enormous brand. Now, you got a good point. How, what will this brand look like four to five years? I guess the thought I have is, well, I don't know. I don't really care right now. I mean, it's kind of like it's, this is enormous. Can it stay? Well, Dion's a pretty good marketer. Dion's pretty amazing. As long as he's there, I think they're going to stay in the limelight and be an enormous story. Like, what's a bigger story right now in college football? Than the Buffs. Nothing, no. nothing. There's nothing close, is there? No. This has actually been a pretty boring year of college football. It's been a, a hell of a two weeks in the NFL, by the way. It's been some really, really good NFL. Like, great games, awesome finishes. Some really bad college football. Yeah, and you know, I was trying to watch those games last night. It was like six to six late in the first half. I'm not. I don't. We've want to had go too thrilling far. games in the NFL. Some, Every primetime game feels like uh, it's it's had some kind of allure yeah, or like that. Even the Patriots first down that wasn't called. And both games last night were tight. That Jets yeah. punt return. The Cowboys being back. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot to like in the NFL. But the Buffs are the story. Oh, 100 percent, absolutely. I mean, that. Well, okay, look. Let's even, look at this. Matt. Let's look at this. Georgia, underwhelming. Clemson sucks. Alabama sucks. Texas being back. Nobody wants to talk about that right now, it seems. Notre Dame being good. Ooh. Nobody ever wants to talk about that. No, Matt, it, it, 100%. Colorado is still in the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Texas it, it, beat Alabama, and Colorado is still the big show. Absolutely. And now, almost I'm more Texas, yeah. eyeballs in that game, which still blows me away. It was really close, like nine. A game that started Texas, that Alabama game, Aaron, started at what, 6 o'clock, right? In a prime, prime time. spot on a Saturday night. Everybody can stop down and watch it. In a game that started at 10 o'clock Eastern, which, of course, all the New York ESPNs, out, it's all there. They think of everything in concept of Eastern time. That game finishes up at 2.30 Eastern, and it still pulled this monster rating. You don't think your mark is just passing out high fives <laughs> and just running up and down the halls? We got Dion coming to our conference, and what he wanted was these four time zones. And I got to be honest, I never understood the whole fascination with time zones. I'm like, what? it's always been regional. Who cares about time zones? Well, you know who cares about time zones? ESPN. Fox. Give us a late-night game and give us a good game. And what kind of ratings could we pull? Well, if you put Colorado there, you're going to pull a huge rating. If you put them at 11 a.m., you're going to pull a huge rating. This weekend, or this, they'll be at 2.30. You're going to pull an enormous rating. What do you guys think their 2.30 Saturday game will be? Oh, I think I was looking 7 million? at. 7 million? Oh, no. I think it'll be well over 10 million. Nine? I think it'll, wow. be, I think it'll be more watched than the Colorado-Colorado yeah. State game. I just yeah. think it's going to keep building wow. and building. You switch Colorado State to uh, Oregon in that yeah. game and play the same style of ball game, and that's you're pushing 15. But I think there was that they had the whole thing to themselves, let's remember, at 9 o'clock at night. 
But that'll be fascinating to see. You could even make a case the other way because that's after dark. People are asleep. But obviously, they they stay up for Dion. (laughs) They stayed up for the great Dion and his sunglasses. I'm thinking about getting some of those blenders. That guy made, I I think the number I'm remembering is correct, over $5 million since that happened, the founder of that sunglasses company. What, do we have to order them, Aaron? Do we just order them online? I or can so. I go by the local sunglass hut and find some blenders? I believe those are. Okay. Got to order them. I, I really want some. But I've got to get prescription uh, sunglasses. So I'll see if my local lens crafters can, can make something like that happen. Uh, our audience may have a thought on this, and I'm very interested. 254-662-1660. Um, you can call us or you can text us. Drake has this idea that BYU has more staying power and is going to be uh, a big bully in this conference. It could, it could make the most impact um, really kind of from the start here. I'm, 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 I find this very, very interesting. We'll continue to, uh, to talk about this. We want to hear from you. Again, it's 254 254- 662-1660. Uh, CNC Collision Center text line. You can text us or call us. Let's continue visiting about this. We'll do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 till 5 at 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off Interstate 35 in Lacey Lakeview. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. 
So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. September is the month to buy a Chevrolet truck. On every 2023 Silverado, you can take advantage of 0% for 36 months or as low as 3.9% for 72 months. Combine this with fantastic trade-in values, award-winning service department, and award-winning body shop, and zero gimmicks. It's a no-brainer. So give us a call, 254-840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Bye. New roads. Brown House Cafe is local homegrown southern cooking, like going home to Grandma's house, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner with breakfast being served all day. Dishes like homemade biscuits and gravies, pancakes, French toast, or build your own omelet. And don't forget about lunch and dinner, chicken fried steak, build your own burger, grilled Atlantic salmon, and daily specials, plus homemade pies daily. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Brown House Cafe in Woodway. Check them out at brownhousecafe.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN uh, Central Texas. As we get you ready for Baylor, Texas week, and uh, it's hard, Drake, to kind of think about the fact that we're really truly saying goodbye to the horns and maybe – Maybe forever. I mean, maybe someday they'll come back and be in our midst again. This is really strange. And I know they don't think of Baylor as some kind of huge rival. Baylor's been a thorn in their side for many years, but they don't think of that. But this has been a lot of fun for Baylor fans. Like the the basketball has been great. The football has been great over the years. Um is there are are you Drake as we get ready for our big pregame and and we'll do that Officer Baylor alumni ESPN Central Texas kickoff show? Do you have some melancholy 
that has set in a little bit on this week? Or are you so ready to be done with Texas, you don't even care? Like, you feel no nostalgia about, oh, my gosh, we the horns are not going to be coming here anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm – I would say that I'm more upset with the trajectory of the season than I am excited about Texas coming to town. I mean, on paper, it's a 42-14 loss, Matt. You know, like uh, – What's the line right now? Uh, 14, probably. I think it's about 14. Yeah, no, it moved. It, it like, punched to 17 immediately, which is wild. So you're looking at a game on paper, a Bama team that went on the road and beat Alabama, or a Texas team that went on the road and beat Alabama. This should be a 42 to 14 final score. That's that's your head pick. That's your object objectively. Like if you ask a national analyst, that's what they're going to tell you. Uh, then you know your your heart pick can say Baylor finds a way and gets it done 31 27. But I think mo- what is completely taken the excitement out of this game is that Baylor is one and two with the loss to Texas State. If Baylor was 2 and 1, 3 and 0, oh, this would be this would have a shot at college game day. Um and instead, I mean it did, like this game's an afterthought for Texas. What a way to to end the rivalry. Baylor gets to be an afterthought for Texas with nobody reliable at quarterback right now with Blake Shapen out and I, hopefully Dominic Richardson's back. Your defense is playing better against Long Island. You know, you've allowed 27 points in two weeks. I guess those are good things. But right now, I think what trumps this being the last game against Texas is just how poorly Baylor has played to this point and the fact that, you know, that there is no reason this shouldn't be a 42-14 game, though I really I really hope it's not. Yeah, I, I do like the defense. Texas media... Uh, has been reaching out to me. You may be getting some of the same question. Hey, who's good on defense? You know what I find myself saying is like mentioning these freshmen a lot. Obviously, they got some good linebackers. They got some good linemen, uh, and TJ and Gabe and you know the this. I I I fear as we get close to this game, though. I mean, the guy they brought in that last game, Bryson Jackson. What did Texas State do? They feasted on some of these matchups. They tried to pick on him where he lined up. Um, man, this is, a, this is a tough, tough game. I, I, I did feel better after watching Wyoming and Texas the other night. That game's 10 to 10. What, in the third quarter or going about to go in the fourth quarter? Wyoming hung in there uh, in, that, in, that, you know, in that game. You know, at Texas, I don't know if they were just kind of sleepwalking through that game. I'm not ready to believe that Texas is some juggernaut. I mean, they were not functioning that well against Wyoming. And so we'll see. And the Bears do have defense. Can Grimes put together some patchwork kind of offense? Now, did you get any feel for being at the luncheon with Dom Richardson? I mean, I just thought high ankle sprain. He's not going to be back. Those things are nagging. Those things are tough to get over with. They certainly need him, but they did have a big back show up last week against LIU and really run the ball well in Dawson Pendergrass. I mean, at best, Drake, are we talking about 50-50 that that Dom plays? Uh, I, I wish somebody would have asked him. That's on me. I don't. I can't even speculate. You know, nobody asked Dave Aranda if Dominic Richardson is going to play or not. Like, uh, and there's no Rudy's with Dave this week, is there? Right? 
No, they were saying Dave Aranda. They were they were uh, touting the the Dave Aranda. Would Dave's be on Rudy's again Rudy. this week because it. W- w- so? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if he's on Rudy's again this week, then I, yeah, that'd be a great question for him. Because I, otherwise, I mean, I, I it might be a zero percent. It might be a hundred percent. I have no idea. Well, you worry about the the high ankle. Devin Lemire was out with a dislocated elbow, probably out again. Shapen going to be out again. Um, this is just, but I just wonder what what the Baylor fans think about the horns uh, coming in. And I understand Drake that, and, and I and I I'm sensitive to the fans. I never get caught up in these what color are the fans going to wear arguments. Because in the past, they would say, okay, we're going to be in gold this week. We're going to be in green. Well, of course, I'm up in the press box. I just never loved being told, like, okay, this is what we wear this week. Now, I get it. We had the, the high school I watch and follow where my daughter goes, had a blackout recently. No way. And I put my black on. <laughs> we put it on. I had it because I sit out in stands, and I openly root for that team. And... I understand this week a lot of folks are wanting to have a blackout. And I, the problem, I mean, it's just hard to get it organized because what happens is last year, I remember there was a real groundswell of, of support. What do you mean it's hard to get it organized? Which, which game was that? No, like, I'm saying when you don't have the backing of the university, it's right. hard no, to you're right. have one of these things. So what I well, I'll say I'm very proud of the students uh, in last year at the home game against Kansas State. Now look to me, Matt, a theme is never an issue, right? It's it's not a problem to have a theme. Good for the kids for coming together and saying, hey, we wanted we want to do this. We want to do a blackout. We think it would be cool. Um, and last year the the students did. They they rallied, had a petition. Now Drake, did you try to rally them? Like did any? Oh, I was media... all for it. I was I was. I know. So, but I was were way you leading it. the? Well, that's what I'm saying. Were you kind of leading the no. charge, or did this no. really come from the students? No, it was Colt Barber that was the first one to lead the charge. That those guys were the first ones out there. Now, I mean, I was Who's right. Not behind. a student. Yeah. Right. I was right behind. Well, a, there was a, a student website. who came. Or there was a student who came out and said that they wanted to do it. And then those that was the first media outlet to get behind it. And then, I i mean, I was full swing right behind them saying, let's well, do this. And you know maybe what? Colt should write another essay. The something. entire fan base was was for it. And then Baylor, it was a like a reluctant uh, graphic or something that said, you know, whatever. It didn't say that. It did not say that. It said, just show up. And that was it. That was the whole tweet they had was just show up with a picture of McLean after dark. So I thought they kind of no, the way I, I, I remember mm. it was I thought Baylor in the end listened to everybody and put something out that basically said we support this. No, sir. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry that I. it's just they didn't. They reluctantly. I mean, it, it looked reluctant. I can't speak on their behalf, but okay. they said just that was the tweet was just show up or just be there. But I thought it was like an all black like uh, background or something that sort of acknowledged, hey, we support you in this. No, now, if look, they supported the students in it, both... they would have they would have tweeted out, we support you in this. They, you know, yeah. that would have been the tweet. Is let's do Let a me, blackout. What was that? Did that? Okay, Did, is that the game they ended up getting obliterated? Uh, like, that I, was I'm Kansas to, State. Yeah. Okay. And how did it look? Did it look great? It did was. It look, I'm just the trying to remember home atmosphere Baylor uh-huh. had last season. Shame the, the shame the team didn't show up. Correct. Um, so against the Horns, there's another groundswell of support. 
for a blackout. And so far this week, again, we're only Tuesday. We have not heard anything from. Uh, we have. Um, oh, yeah. Which was basically. So, well, what happened was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The students came out and really wanted to have a blackout, which, again, Matt, there's no theme this week. No harm. Harmless to come out and say, hey, we would love a blackout. Um, you know, it would be so cool to have the fan base rally around something neat like this, a promotion. You know, people have been asking for so long, Matt, to make the game atmosphere fun and, and, and to try to make some tweaks and changes so the students bring up their own suggestion. And that's a blackout this week that everybody can rally about. And a night game at McLean. Baylor had great blackouts 10 years ago, Matt. Those were spectacular atmospheres. They just want a bit of nostalgia. Uh, and then the university tweeted today to squash everything. Um, you know, the Bears are green and gold, period. Or, yeah, the tweet read, yeah. like, uh, our, col- our colors are green and gold or something like that. And that is that. So Baylor will not be su- – and I don't think Baylor – Matt, this is my opinion. I don't think Baylor will support a blackout again. I don't think it will happen. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't think it will like, happen. Like, I wouldn't say – I wouldn't say – I would not bet against that. If, they're, if they felt like – because they know – that people at you just mentioned Colt, they're well aware of what Colt wrote recently. Oh, there's a disconnect. Well, no, I, I was told. The, well, the the AD said he hasn't read it. He he hadn't read it. But he also said that people had told him exactly what was in there. I mean, he didn't have to read it if if everybody's coming to him and saying this is what they're saying. And he also said, I think there are probably some valid concerns that were brought up there. I don't. I I just think. Honestly, when you start losing games and you lose six in a row, then you dis- everything then- is bad. Now, Matt- Every oh, we've got poor communication. Oh, the fan base hasn't healed and now, all that. I didn't say Which any I, of that. Now I didn't oh, say. I, I, I think you're putting that in my mouth. That's what's out there. No, I'm not trying to put anything in your mouth. I'm okay, that's what I've read. That's out there. And yeah. the truth is, everybody was going crazy in 2021. When they were winning all those games, I mean, I don't remember anybody saying, oh, my gosh, they won't do a blackout. Oh, my gosh. Well, nobody petitioned for it. You know what? Well, is, Matt, here's what I think it is. It's good. I think, you're, I think a little, uh, what you're looking at here is Baylor football being good so that it's easy to drum up excitement, right? When Baylor football is bad, the fans have to do something to get everybody united to go to a game and yell. It's just the way it goes at every university. Team is bad. Fans rallied together with a good idea to make the atmosphere good. Where, then I think the I think the university embraces that they should embrace I just want that it because you're more connected to the students. You still have fraternity brothers who are there. Like where is all this blackout? Like this week, you're saying it's coming from the students. Yeah, is yeah, this like? Yeah. Are you seeing this all over? All like, over Twitter and Instagram, Instagram and both. Twitter, and the students are like, "Let's do." They are about so your, your on board. ATO. It is talking, so silly how on board the student, how much the students want stuff like that. They just want to have fun, Matt. But of course, we're gonna we're not gonna have the Baylor line show up, and they're gonna be in their gold. Matt, correct? remember this? You were here ten years ago. Baylor line would show up for blackouts in their line jerseys after the first score of the game. They would remove their line jerseys, and it was a blackout student section. I mean, there's already a protocol for this. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't recall that at all. Okay, there's already so a protocol I'm glad for you, this. Yeah. I'm glad you you told me. And 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 there are there are so many reasons um, to to do something to honor. But then I also know right now everybody's out there kind of looking for a fight. And Baylor, yeah, I, this just is, doesn't feel like a fight. This is so easy for Baylor to just say, yeah, if the students want to do a blackout, sure, we'll do it. Like, why would you say no to this? What's the reason to say no, Matt? 
That's where I, I guess I that's where the disconnect is for I me. I don't. I don't. I. I guess the only difference is I don't feel that, like to me sometimes it's like I don't even know. There's something called like a Baylor Observer or something, which I'm sure is like a nice Twitter site or something. I don't. I don't. But there's some of these things I don't even know what it is, and they're the ones pushing the blackout. So I have a hard time going. Oh, is this really like all the students are twenty thousand strong students demanding and wanting a blackout? Sometimes I this feels like to me some kind of pumped up media kind of thing where it's like okay, well a few students want so. But here's the thing: if you sense if thirty students your, want it, Matt, why wouldn't you still do a fun theme oh, that kids I don't want? Thank you. I don't think you. I don't think you start doing everything thirty students want. The, everything, see, man. I'm talking about drugs. I'm talking about a blackout, no, wearing a certain color to a football game. I don't game. see any point in that. Thirty wow. students want to. There's no wow well, then, to this. But there's there's then, no then, shock okay. here. Then what do we wear? Thirty students want to wear black, so Baylor's supposed to just fall down and go. Why would oh they my have gosh. to fall down, Matt? You just say sure, wear black to the game. It's all you, can, you don't have to fall down to anything. This if the if the student body. If there is a, a a grassroots like, hey, let's do a theme for the game, okay, and the so ba- and then Baylor says week, no, that's just weird. If next to me. week, thirty of them want to all wear pink. We'll just all wear pink. That is the most asinine. What wanted Matt, to wear pink. What? The, no, pink saying, has nothing like, to do with this. <laughs> we're hey, you're, these are colors. Sometimes we wear gold. Sometimes yes, we wear because black. that's a school color. Sometimes black we wear and green. gold and green. Black, Where did black pink is come not a school from? color. Is not a school color. Where did pink what are you come talking from? about? Where is where's you black? You just come said from? sometimes we wear black, black so that's what I not, said, Matt. You just said sometimes we wear black. Black's not even black's not a school color. Then why'd you say sometimes we wear black? Because black. What, what do you mean sometimes? You I didn't just say said sometimes, sometimes we wear black. Aaron, did, what, did I, what no. are you talking about? <laughs> he yeah, he I didn't either say miss, that. misheard yeah. or misunderstood. All right, we've got. We'll continue on some of this. That's fine. But we do have Campus Confidential coming up next. It's the Big 12 Conference opener for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears as Baylor welcomes the Texas Longhorns to McLean Stadium. 4.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 6.30 kickoff. This is Bear Country. And it's the Bears and the Longhorns this Saturday from Waco right here on the flagship station for Baylor Big 12 football. ESPN Central Texas. The 5th Street Market and Nursery is Bosque County's premier nursery, greenhouse, and boutique. Discover a variety of indoor and outdoor plants, unique gifts, and local artisanal products at their family-owned nursery and garden center. Located in Clifton off 5th Street, Highway 219. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5 and Sunday, 10 to 4. Check them out at 5thStreetMarket.com or on Facebook. Let their passionate team help your vision bloom into reality. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. September is the month to buy a Chevrolet truck. On every 2023 Silverado, you can take advantage of 0% for 36 months or as low as 3.9% for 72 months. Combine this with fantastic trade-in values, award-winning service department, and award-winning body shop, and zero gimmicks. It's a no-brainer. So give us a call, 254-840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We treat you like family. Bye. Brand new roads. 
Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Is buying a home on your wish list? Whether you are looking for your first home or your next home, an educated home buyer is the best home buyer. NeighborWorks Waco. Free home buyer education workshop walks you through the home buying process and answers your questions about everything from money management, understanding credit, obtaining a mortgage loan, and shopping for a home to protecting your investment. NeighborWorks Waco has assisted over 3,200 families in achieving their dreams of home ownership. Visit us at nw-waco.org and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. It's Campus Confidential, and a lot to get to today. Uh, We've got breaking news all over college athletics, college football in particular, huge ratings news, which Aaron always loves. We've been talking about that. Um, Aaron, take it away. Campus Confidential, and thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet. You're going to be shocked, but the first two stories are about Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes. Colorado head coach Deion Sanders condemned the recent death threats against Henry Blackburn in the wake 
of the Colorado State defensive backs illegal hit Saturday on Buffalo star Travis Hunter. Dion said, quote, Henry Blackburn is a good player who played a phenomenal game. He made a tremendous hit on Travis on the sideline. You could call it dirty. You could call it he was just playing the game of football. But whatever it was, it does not constitute that he should be receiving death threats. Blackburn's a senior from Boulder, Colorado, and was whistled for a late hit on the tackle on Hunter. Yeah, I mean, I think Dion is is healing everything, and really, even after Drake mentioned it earlier, he said some very nice things about Coach Norvell after the game, and and he obviously likes to go on the offensive at times and likes to have a chip on his shoulder, but I thought that was very um, – now, some of people could argue it's kind of self-serving, but the truth of the matter is it is going way too far. Was it a cheap shot? Sure it was. Uh, does he deserve death threats? Is this kid going to be okay and recover from this injury? He will. And, um, and, and Dion did something, uh, I think, really nice in saying what he said. And, uh, and I, I kind of like that uh, Dion did that. And I think it, I think it makes him uh, look really good, and it, and it, was, the, it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I, I, once again, Dion, America's hero, comes out and, and says the right thing uh, and says the thing that needs to be said. I This was stellar on his part to to take the obvious and then make a, a very explicit comment about it and to call off the dogs here. That, that Again, nailed it. Speaking of Colorado, their double overtime victory over Colorado State which ended in the early hours Sunday morning in most of the country, drew 9.3 million viewers, making it the most-watched late-night college football game ever on ESPN. It didn't end till almost 1.30 Central Time. Still, it was ESPN's fifth-most-watched regular season game ever in any time slot. Then the uh, broadcast window that it was that it was in has averaged 1.7 million viewers prior to the Colorado-Colorado State game. So, you know, just just about 7.5 million viewers more, 7.8 million viewers more. <laughs> I should have done the math before, <laughs> before yeah, the same, no, but a lot. It's enormous, and one of the conversations we'll continue to have is, like, how much staying power does this have? How many games do they have to win? But the winning has only helped, and the fact that he's done it with the portal, and he is the personality that he is. People want to watch. They want to watch Dion on the sideline, and they want to watch if this experiment can work. He's the only one who's ever tried to pull this off because he's the first to try to pull it off. Uh, it's, it's a new age of the portal, and bringing in 70 new players or whatever it is, it's it is just it's you can't turn away. It is must see TV, and I would I'd have a hard time betting against them, um, against Oregon. Now, what'll be interesting is what the um, I'm sure Drake has taken a peek at this line. I think it's going to be cool to watch what Vegas does with Colorado from here on out because people love to bet on these high profile games. And they love a high-profile team. Texas, the Cowboys end up getting huge money coming in. And the Buffaloes are no different right now. 
the quarterback carousel continues at Alabama. Now they're going back to Jalen Milrow. He started the first two games of the season but did not play against South Florida last weekend. According to head coach Nick Saban, he's, quote, earned the opportunity to be the quarterback. Alabama begins SEC play against Ole Miss. Saban said that Milrow has played better than transfer Tyler Buckner, who transferred from Notre Dame, and redshirt freshman Ty Simpson in the competition and that he responded well to his benching versus South Florida. <laughs> Responds well to benchings. That's that's that kind of gets real humble, the... you know. I mean, <laughs> he's a team guy. Hey, coach, if it's not me, it's not me. I'll ride that pine. Does really well when benched. Jalen Milrow. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So anyway, he's back. He's back. And finally, uh, yeah. It's really kind of sad that they tried these other two and it was so bad. And they're like, you know what? Maybe Jalen wasn't so bad. Maybe Texas is actually good. Maybe they are like the number three team in the country, and we ought to we ought to maybe not hold that against Jalen Milrow forever. Well, this is an about face, and it's happened in a hurry, and they got exposed against. Check notes. Who is this? They were playing South Florida University <laughs> of South Florida USF. Unreal, and they didn't even have the great Bohannon out there. They were going with some freshman or or some young guy, Byram somebody, and and boy, that's a that is a, that is amazing. And by the way, uh, Drake, have you looked into this? Like, <laughs> who's calling plays? I mean, this thing continues to have legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talked, yeah. yeah, we talked about it a little bit yesterday about Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin basically saying that Kevin Steele wasn't calling the defense anymore because. He knows what a Kevin Steele defense looked like and said that the the defensive backs coach was looked like he was calling the defense because it looked like his previous defenses before going to Alabama as defensive backs coach. Yeah, tough times for Nick Saban. I, I, I mean, again, this is just further proof this is a really kind of a boring year of college football. This is a weird uh, – doesn't even feel like there's a ton of fun parody. Usually you have your – Boise State or somebody who upsets a top 10, top 15 team. This year, it's just like all the top 15 teams kind of aren't good, and none of this has been really uh, electric to this point, especially in the Big 12, which is reeling. Except for our folks, uh, BYU. Yeah, no kidding. Good win over Arkansas. Kind of saved the conference, and and we'll see where the rest of the conference. I mean, K-State has been known – to lose early and then come rolling back, I, I that was not a it was that wasn't a horrible loss. I mean, that, and it's not it's it's not a great one. Don't get me wrong, but getting beat they were only what uh, it was like four and a half was the line or three and a half whatever it was. Uh, amazing how Mizzou won that game. A team that had major kicking problems in years past wins it with a sixty-one yard field goal. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Drake Toll now has to uh, step out, has some very important meetings, I'm sure, and uh, he'll be kind of headed out around Central Texas. Uh, Drake, thank you. Uh, Nice work today, and we hope to see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Matt, always a pleasure. There he goes, Drake Toll, 
exiting and uh, running off, close some deals, and have a big time. And uh, you can always see all his podcast out there, Big 12 Locked On Podcast, does a lot of different things. Uh, and he will, uh, he will go on his way now. And we'll take you the rest of the way until 6 o'clock. Big time guest coming up at 520, Chip Brown, one of the foremost Longhorn experts in the country. He joins us at 520. Next, we delve back into a historically bad bullpen. Is there any help in sight? We discuss next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and ice drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House lender oh how great it would feel to have your 20 year old knees shoulders hips and back you know you don't think about your pains when you're in your 20s or 30s but you wish you could get that body back when you're in your 60s i think qc did that for me for patrick it started with a simple phone call to qc kinetics one day i was driving and i just heard the radio and i pulled over and took the number and i called them when i got home maybe that's you and you're listening right now why wait qc kinetics regenerative treatments uses your body's own natural biologics to heal and restore damaged tissue without invasive surgery or harmful drugs and as for the results my knees are as good as they were when i was in my 20s i'm really happy with what happened for patrick it's like qc kinetics turn back the clock now it's your turn call qc kinetics today for your complimentary consultation call qc kinetics 254-415-4100 that's 254-415-4100 254-415-4100 sunday afternoon it's your cowboys and the arizona cardinals live from state farm stadium on this dallas cowboys radio network station at Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. 
live. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Duly Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DulyNoted.com, a human side of the law. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 till 5 at 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off Interstate 35 in Lacey Lakeview. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, 
Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. We begin the 5 o'clock hour, 5.20. We'll have Chip Brown, and um, you know him, you love him. He's covered University of Texas for a long time, 24-7. He's been with a lot of different places, but uh, always covers those horns. He's on the radio, and there's a lot to get to as we start to explore what Texas has been up to. Um, Aaron, I would say the University of Texas has – I mean, this is about the deepest group of wide receivers I've seen in a long time. We knew Worthy was good. I've always respected Whittington, his guy who owned Baylor to get years ago. Uh, He was maybe going to go to Stanford. Maybe he transferred into Texas. I don't know. He somehow ends up at Texas. He's good. They're so deep at tight end, wide receiver. they got good good people up front. They're really good. I mean, even with losing Bijan, they're great. This is – Aaron's best Texas team we've had come through probably in the past. We got to go all the way back to Colt, and you got to go back to 2009. This is the deepest and best Texas team that's come to Waco in a long, long time, and they're going to come with uh, well, they're going to come with a lot of attitude, a lot of confidence, and we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think they've avoided all the we're back talk pretty well. Now, I wanted to bring you up to date on some Cowboys stuff. Cowboys owner this morning, Jerry Jones, on his radio show, said that Zach Martin, um, quote, his ankle doesn't look like he's going to miss any playing time. Um, Tyler Smith has a real shot to play Sunday. Same for wide receiver Brandon Cooks, who was close to playing last Sunday. Aaron, I mean, as you get ready to go to Arizona, there's probably part of them that thinks, well, could we get ready to (laughs) – could we give them another week? I was just kind of thinking that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, you have – it's similar to what – let's see, Chuma Adoga had to leave that game with an elbow. I did like this note earlier uh, from Machota the other day, Aaron. Listen to who has all the touchdowns for the Cowboys. These are all the people who've scored touchdowns so far this year. Noah Igbenogany, Deron Bland, Pollard's got two, Turpin, Ferguson, Schoonmaker. I mean, this is great. Now, the only problem is they're having trouble with the red zone. And uh, they've got to be better down there and not kick all those field goals. Field goal kicker looks good, but... I mean, you've got to look hard right now to complain about something. I would say the red zone is one. Jerry was upset that Pollard was in there after the game. It's very funny to hear Jerry questioning the coach after a 30-10 to 10 victory, but that's just him. Uh, Aaron, when that game opened, Cowboys favored by 12-and-a-half against the Cardinals. I mean, that's embarrassing for the Cardinals. That's a huge number for an NFL game. In a road game. game, I mean, they played a little bit, didn't they, Aaron, against Dobbs last year when he was maybe with Tennessee. Yes. They've seen Dobbs. He's nothing great. Um, You know, that game seemed like they kind of hung around for a half, 
and then the Cowboys pulled away. Aaron, is that how you remember it? Something yeah, along per- those lines. Yeah, yeah, yes, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, and we'll see how this thing goes. As Aaron said earlier, former Cowboys cornerback Anthony Brown has now signed with the 49ers. He played the last seven seasons in Dallas. He started 69 games. Uh, so something to kind of keep it um, uh, in mind. Um, by the way, Aaron, and there's also like the video after the Cowboys-Jets game and uh, Sauce Gardner asked Dak after the game why he didn't throw at him more on Sunday. <laughs> and Dak said, I didn't need to. If I need to, I will. Like, but I didn't have to. Why challenge the best player on the team? Well, but he also, Gardner said, he he left that. He said, I, I was thinking about getting to the end zone before I made the catch, is what Gardner said on that near pick six. <laughs> to which Dak said, I owe you something. I owe you. He said, thank you very much. I owe you on that one. <laughs> which, by the way, he didn't have to throw Sauce Gardner's way because they were playing CeeDee Lamb out of the slot and they keep Sauce Gardner outside. They don't make him shadow the other team's best receiver. And CeeDee Lamb was just running wide open the whole game. So Sauce may want to may want to sit this one out. <laughs> Boy, Dak did not like those interception questions after the game. Todd Archer said, you know, two games – no interceptions, you know, based on last season. Do you feel pretty good about that? And Dak gave him like a, I'm, you know, I, I don't think about last year. I've turned the page. I'm sick of nobody brings that up. And he said, what did I do the year before that? What did I do the year before that? What did I do the year before that? Dak started throwing some of his past stats. I mean, it's not like Todd Archer is, I mean, he's a great friend of mine. And he's a, he does a great job on the beat. But it's not like he's out there beating up the Cowboys. I mean, he asks the appropriate questions and does a good job. But Dak did not like the interception questions. Um, Dak will play in his 100th career game on Sunday. According to the Cowboys, he is the only quarterback in NFL history with at least 150 touchdown passes and 25 rushing touchdowns in his first 100 career games. Only quarterback in NFL history with at least 150 touchdown passes and 25 rushing touchdowns. Aaron, that's pretty – I mean, I, that's a pretty good deal in his first 100 games because he started, obviously, his rookie season. Um, you think about some of the great ones like Michael Vick, some of the great you know people with their legs – I guess Michael didn't have – he probably didn't hit the 150 touchdown pass mark um, as quickly. That That is – I don't know. I almost want to double-check this because I'm like, really? No one's – no one else has done that? Aaron, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and look, I, I, I've – I defend Dak a lot, not because I think he's the greatest quarterback in the league, but I, I just think – and part of it's being the Cowboys quarterback, he just gets attacked for everything. Like, yeah, you know, I, and I heard one of the ESPN national guys say it, it, that everything that Dak gets criticized for, Josh Allen should be getting criticized for, but most people aren't. 
Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, that's an interesting that's an interesting point. Um, I he's he's certainly put up some great numbers. Another quarterback for the Cowboys, Aaron, who's put up great numbers over the years, Tony Romo, today ends up on the modern list of Pro Football Hall of Fame candidates. I thought to myself, really? Really? I mean, I Tony was someone I knew really well. I covered very closely. Pro Football Hall of Fame? No. No. I mean, you have to. The only people who get in there without winning a Super Bowl are people like Dan Marino, right. who just part of their era almost defined their era. Now, you're going to find numbers that say, well, Romo's numbers were enormous, and they probably compare favorably to, like, Eli Manning's numbers. But at some point, you have to look and go, Eli got two rings. Romo won maybe, what, two playoff games in his entire career? Come on. Come on, man. Aaron, you agree with me? Or could you, could you, could you state a case for Tony Romo in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I mean, you could, but this is the kind of era of big numbers put up by quarterbacks, all quarterbacks, because the league is tailored to offense now. And as good as he was, and I think he was actually he's actually very underrated still, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. It's pretty tough for me, even me being mm-hmm. a Tony Romo fan, to make that yeah. case. Fouts, yes. Marino, yes. Did either one win a Super Bowl? No. But they have to be in because in an era where it wasn't these kind of numbers, they were putting up these kind of numbers. They were unreal. You just can't. Those numbers, Aaron, were they were impossible to deny. Like Aikman's numbers weren't as good as theirs, but then he had the three Super Bowls. You can't keep him out. It's like all those Steelers. They won all the Super Bowls in the 70s. So that's how Stallworth and Lynn Swan are sitting in the Super Bowl. You go look at their numbers like, what? Huh? But they, you know, they they put a million players in the Super Bowl because of uh, those numbers. Aaron, we do have some breaking baseball news. And uh, Angels star uh, Shohei Otani had elbow surgery today, and his doctor said he expects the two-way star will be available as a hitter on opening day next season. Very, very important as he gets ready to hit the open market. Expects the two-way starter to be available as a hitter on opening day next season. He'll return to the mound as a pitcher in 2025. All right, it's going to be a while. Going to hit next year and going to be back there in 2025. The uh, head team position for the Dodgers, uh, Neil uh, Elitraj. Isn't that interesting, Aaron? You got the Angels player, the great player, the Dodgers head team position doing the surgery. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Cedar sinai Institute there in Los Angeles. He performed Tommy John surgery. Um, He said on Otani on October 1st, 2018. Interesting. He said, uh, Otani said on Instagram, I had a procedure done on my elbow earlier this morning. Everything went well. Thank you very much for everyone's prayers and kind words. 
It was very unfortunate that I couldn't finish out the year on the field. But I will be rooting on the boys until the end. I will work as hard as I can and do my best to come back on the diamond stronger than ever. Um, all right, and the, the agent said the final decision and type of procedure was made with a heavy emphasis on the big picture. Shohei wanted to make sure the direction taken gave him every opportunity to hit and pitch for many years to come. All right, and of course he leads the AL 44 home runs, 96 RBI, eight triples, and 20 stolen bases. Eric, can you imagine you're like best pitcher out there stealing a bunch of bases? <laughs> Don't you tell them like, hey, Shohei, appreciate you, but man, shut some of that stuff down. He was 10-5 and five with a 3-1-4 ERA in 23 starts, striking out 167 and walking 55 in 132 innings. Shohei Otani, surgery. Uh, Rangers uh, continue on this evening, and uh, again, they continue to be horrible in their uh, in their bullpen. All right, uh, it is time for Chip Brown, Horns, Texas Longhorns insider. What can he share with us? That is next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Jones throws it out to the left. Fumble! Only heard here. Recovered in the air at the 20. All season. Run into the end zone by Deron Bland. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number Number one goal, 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Don't miss the end of summer sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Say big on in-stock storage sheds, ready-to-move-in cabins, greenhouses, chicken tractors, dock kennels, porch swings and gliders. Conveniently shop their sale inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Stop by their location on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call 254-583-4411. Hurry in, sale in soon. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. The 5th Street Market and Nursery is Bosque County's premier nursery, greenhouse, and boutique. Discover a variety of indoor and outdoor plants, unique gifts, and local artisanal products at their family-owned nursery and garden center. Located in Clifton off 5th Street, Highway 219. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5 and Sunday, 10 to 4. Check them out at 5thStreetMarket.com or on Facebook. Let their passionate team help your vision bloom into reality. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Proud to be joined by my longtime uh, friend, Chip Brown, Horns 24-7. Now you can hear him, Texas Sports Unfiltered. Get the app. You can stream them. He's been a longtime radio guy in the Austin area as well. Chip and Zay, one to three weekdays and uh chip i hope uh baylor week is treating you well um and uh but it's kind of weird to think your final trip to waco i mean you'll certainly come visit at some point but as far as covering a texas football team isn't that kind of wild to think about all the games over the years all the ups and downs of this series and uh and you're doing that on a lot of these trips this year like well this is the last time they'll go here uh, how strange does it feel? Yeah, I mean it's it's um, I'm I'm still getting my head around the fact that Texas will be in the SEC next year. I went to SEC media days and you know tried to 
kind of get my head around it. But um, yeah, it's strange, and I think it'll it'll sink in probably as I'm leaving McLean Stadium Saturday night. But um, yeah, some some incredible memories. I mean, probably the the most uh, indelible memory probably 2013 when Mac Brown was you know, trying to fend off big money boosters who wanted to try and hire Nick Saban. And I was told if Mac had won that game against Baylor and that ice storm that he would have stayed on as coach and it was tied three to three at halftime. And, and I think Mac gave Baylor the wind in the third quarter thinking, you know, we'll have the wind in the fourth quarter and, and by the time they got to the fourth quarter, that game was was over. Um, Baylor won it, I think, thirty to ten. But um, yeah, and Texas has lost in Waco the last two times, I think. So um, yeah, this will be be an interesting game for the no. uh, for the Longhorns as they I, try I, to. Build on that win over Alabama. Yeah, I got on the elevator with DeLoss that day, and a fan asked him about Mac. Are you going to keep him? And he said, it's not my decision anymore. And, boy, that immediately. And I remember tweeting that out, and it got quite a bit of play. Um, Oh, yeah. And and then that was in the morning news the next day. Uh, And I remember Kevin Sherrington, our buddy, put, like, according to Twitter – (laughs) <laughs> he he did not quite give Mosley the proper attribution, which I kind of let him know about that, by the way. Uh, well, but, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> he said he just said, according to Twitter, here's what DeLoss said in a crowded elevator. And I'm like, I don't think that's exactly how it works. But you know how we were at the morning news. We didn't always love crediting other folks. And you would think uh, – Either one, you know, one of his own, but but that's nor here nor there. But you're right. What a day that was. What a weird ending. How cold it was that day. I think that was when they were shutting down old Baylor Stadium, Floyd yeah. Casey Stadium, and then ended up over at McLean. But uh, boy, the Longhorns have dominated this thing for the most part over the years. But you're right with Art, and even in these past few years. It got to be a really good back and forth. What do you, you expect the the Texas crowd? to show up in a big way. I mean, I'm a little worried about their riding high, the presence Longhorns will have at McLean Stadium. Do you think they'll try to kind of buy their way in there and and um, and try to, you know, there'll be a, a whole bunch of burnt orange in that, in that stadium on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, I've always felt like the, the Dallas area, Texas fans who, you know, struggled, you know, just – Maybe the casual fan, not, you know, they would go to Waco to see Texas. And, and I don't think that's changed. I mean, I think Texas typically shows up bigger than their ticket, ticket allotment to McLean stadium. And I, I expect it to be the same Saturday. I mean, I think Texas fans sense that this could be a, a season, you know, to remember, we'll see, but, um, yeah, I think the Texas fans will show up for for Saturday Saturday night's game. 
You think Sark has everything on point. He talked about the environment. Are they truly worried, you know, about the Bears? What do you sense from listening to Sark and talking to him? Because obviously Baylor's in not a good place right now. They played better against Utah, but they're not solid right now at quarterback. Uh, Dom Richardson could be out for this game at running back. Uh, there's a lot going wrong for the Bears. Uh, I would imagine Sark is guarding against any of this. Oh, they're down. Let's not worry about them. What's uh, how, how does Sark and his staff seem to be approaching this one? Yeah, I mean, I think they, they remember two years ago when they had the game. They were up, what, double digits in the third quarter. Sark, somehow a fake punt happened on fourth and 11. Um, it felt like the coaching staff kind of blamed Cameron Dicker for kind of acting on his own. I just would never leave that to the fans' imagination. I mean, if you didn't want him to fake it, you tell him no fake, you know? But anyway, that turned the momentum of that game. I think Baylor scored three plays later. The great Abram Smith, mm-hmm. um, who ran for 1,600 yards that season. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Steve Sarkeesian is going to have these guys ready. It was not a pretty game against Wyoming offensively. Um, t- the Texas defense has been really good from the beginning, and I think that they'll continue to – keep Texas in every game. I mean, last week they scored a touchdown defensively. So I think the Texas defense is legit. And, you know, Quinn Ewers is really talented, but if you watch his footwork, he, he makes, you know, he makes so many off platform throws that I think he's, his mechanics have kind of, um, you know, he, he, he'll throw off his back foot even when he's got, time even when even when there's no pressure in the pocket almost almost got uh intercepted on a back foot throw into the end zone last week um but my gosh he was fantastic against alabama he's got to show that kind of consistency uh i i kind of asked the question last week okay was that alabama game the springboard for for Mm -hmm. a big season like joe burrow had after beating texas in in austin in 2019 converting that third and 17 and then his season just went you know to the moon one of the best ever in college football so that didn't happen (laughs) certainly not uh, last saturday against wyoming so you know i think texas is still kind of figuring it out on on offense but jonathan brooks had a big game running the football, 21 carries, 164 yards last week, including a 61-yard run. And I think that that, um, you know, kind of gave Brooks confidence and probably gave Steve Sarkeesian confidence that that he can rely on Jonathan Brooks like he did in the final drive against Alabama uh, to wear down the clock, wear down the opposing defense late in games. This, does this wide receivers remind you of any group of Texas wide receivers, how deep it is? I mean, this is a formidable group because you've got possession guys, you've got deep threats, 
I mean, you go back to Shipley and some of those players in the past. You go back to some great ones if you go back to the early 2000s, real early 2000s. But, I mean, where do you think this one stacks up when you kind of go back? Because you've got a great frame of reference. You can even go back to BJ and, and some of those guys. Uh, where do you think this one stacks up in the depth and quality of that wide receiver room? Yeah, I mean, I think the measuring stick is Quan Cosby and Jordan Shipley in 2008. Um, and I don't know that Worthy, I mean, Worthy and A.D. Mitchell, um, you know, I don't think Quan and Shipley ever dropped passes the way that that Texas has had drops this season already. I mean, mm. they've got 11 drops. I think they're among the top 10 um, in drops in FBS. And so what I'm surprised is that we haven't seen more of these receivers. I mean, Sark has really sort of stayed glued to Adonai Mitchell, uh, Xavier Worthy, and Jordan Whittington. Obviously, you've got JT Sanders at tight end who almost serves as a fourth wide receiver. But, you know, we've, we've barely seen Casey Kane or Isaiah Nayer or we saw Jontae Cook last week he dropped the one target he had, but uh, Sark tends to really zero in on, you know, three guys. He kind of did that last year. And so look, they're talented. We saw it against Alabama. Um, you know, most recently the, the receiving group that I probably would think of until they show me otherwise would be the, the Colin Johnson, little, Jordan Humphrey, mm. Devin Duvernay group from that, mm-hmm. um, you know, eighteen nineteen season, and and let's see, because I I think, I, I mean, I, Ewers needs to put it in front of these guys so they can run after the catch, uh, because they're they're super talented with the ball in their hands. Chip Brown, Horns two four seven, with us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Chip, where are you on? Dave Aranda right now. They've lost six in a row after a great season. Everybody kind of loved the quirky nature, the defensive genius kind of that he is. And right now it's kind of lost its luster a little bit. Um, they still have it out in front of them, but it has not gone well lately. Where do you kind of sense – you always have a great opinion on these kind of things. Watching him from afar, what is your take on – Aranda, and do you have hope that maybe he will save his job to kind of turn this thing around? Where are you on Dave Aranda right now? Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's a really deep thinker. Like I could see him going on a darkness retreat, you know. <laughs> and and I, I, you know, I I thought it was interesting why he didn't get more into the portal a couple of years ago, you know. And then he came around and was like, "Hey, I'm I'm." You know, I realize I gotta, I gotta adapt. I gotta use the portal, and but like him letting go of Ron Roberts, you know, it feels like he's kind of doing some soul searching, and I think he's a really good-hearted guy. You, he's a guy you cheer for, uh, but you know, defensively. I don't know if they've been recruiting the way that the you know when that when he had Terrell Bernard and Jalen Petrie and Dylan mm-hmm. Doyle and Siaka Ika and 
you know, Matt Rule had big guys up front before that. And, I mean, I think back to the game one in 17 that Baylor won 24 to 10 and Texas was scrambling to get that last second touchdown so that it wasn't <laughs> 24 to three. I mean, it felt like a shutout for God's sake, but um, <laughs> you know, that, that was some incredible Baylor defense and it feels like we haven't seen Aranda build that, that defense yet um, because the success he had was with some of the guys rule had recruited. So it that's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on Aranda to, you know, put that that defense together. And obviously, look, he's won a Big Twelve title. He knows what it takes. Um, so yeah, it 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 did feel like something was off though coming into the season, and um, and so you know, I, I feel like he's doing a little soul searching right now. How'd you feel at that SEC? media days i mean did they kind of embrace the the ut media are you gonna you're gonna have to go through kind of a probationary status did they did they kind of welcome you with open arms you know a lot of those reporters and everybody from those other schools but that had to be really interesting to be back around the aggies aggies weren't dying for the horns to be back was that i i I would imagine that's a pretty interesting thing and now it's coming to dallas uh it soon so what? Yeah. What was that? What was that experience like? And I bet it was uh, it was a little surreal to try to get your mind around the fact that hey, they're about to play in this SEC and this is where everything's headed. Yeah, I mean it's in some ways I think people were eager to to talk to me because they want to know what's going on with Texas. Of course, I'm trying to talk to. A, bunch of people about everything going on in the sec about all the different schools the and that's the that's the fun challenging part for me is is getting to know all the athletic directors coaches kind of build that network into the sec um and and so yeah it was surreal because you're you're still a year away but it's it's going to be interesting, mostly. I mean, that's why I said this year for Texas football was probably, you know, one of the biggest, certainly in the last 30 years, because the the SEC is so, you can, you know, we saw Missouri go in and win a couple of SEC East titles and then fall back to the pack. We saw A&M go in with Johnny Manziel and the, all this excitement and momentum and they redo Kyle Field and then you know A&M falls back to the pack it doesn't take much to fall back to the pack in the SEC so Mm -hmm. for Texas from a recruiting standpoint this season was critical because um, I said last year a successful season would be eight wins in Arch Manning and they they got eight wins and they got Arch Manning and and now they've got a they got to win the big 12 because you're looking around, they're catching some breaks here. They're, they're going to catch Baylor with a backup quarterback. They're going to, you know, you're looking around at the league, Oklahoma state and Iowa state look like they're, you know, trying to figure it out, especially at quarterback. Kansas looks dangerous. Uh, OU looks dangerous. 
I think K-State's still going to be good, but they just had some injuries. Daniel Green, their linebacker, goes down. Um, Will Howard, I guess, is questionable um, for for an interesting game this week that they have against Central Florida. I said before the year that was my Big 12 upset of the season was Central Florida going in and beating K-State. We'll see because John Rice Plumley's banged up, but that Timmy McLean, the backup quarterback at Central Florida, sure looks good. So, um, yeah, it's – it's it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting year, but it, it's a big one for Texas from a momentum standpoint going into the SEC because Texas has to maintain its recruiting momentum to have any chance to compete in the SEC. All right, I've worked on your seat in the press box. Wanted to make sure you had an appropriate seat for your last trip to McLean, so you'll be down there, very close, and and I think in a, in an area you really enjoy. Okay. And we're going to we're going to have some special food out, uh, quite a spread for the uh, symbol, the Longhorn Media. Uh, and by the way, y'all are bring, as you know, y'all bring a lot, and I think they're having to. This will be a different experience than a lot of these uh, these Baylor games. By the way, are you you know Dion? You've done stories on him. You've been around yeah. him. Are you? Um, does this surprise you, or you, do you did you think? Hey, just by a force of nature, he's gonna he's gonna be able to pull this off. I mean, but it's just fascinating. The the nine and a half million people who watched it, um, this is a juggernaut. The 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 Big Twelve, and again, I'm not saying you co- totally can replace the Horns or the Sooners, but you know what? Colorado's bringing a lot, aren't they? And who yeah. would have ever thought before Dion got on campus? This is this is pretty. And, and you and I know a lot of stuff about Dion that a lot of people don't know, but it's still pretty amazing what he's pulling off right now. Yeah, and the thing I the thing I mean they've gone from complete irrelevance to total relevance, and um, and Dion the thing about Dion is I remember when I was covering him he would always he was such a good teammate. Like if there was a breakdown in coverage on the other side of the field with a young DB and the reporters are starting to feast on the young DB, Dion would walk over and go, that was my fault. We were supposed to switch. I didn't get the call, you know, and we're all going, huh? You know, but that was <laughs> Dion. Dion was always willing to take the hit for, to help a young guy or, you know, and his coaches loved him because he always worked hard. So that's why he's able to, you know, he's got Mike Zimmer consulting with him and he's, you know, brings over, you know, Kent State's head coach as his offensive coordinator. He's got a good staff. I mean, he's got Tim Brewster who recruited Vince Young to Texas on his staff. Dion is a good teammate and he he's good with everyone he's ever worked with. So they want to help him. And, yeah, he's a lightning rod. But, my God, we've never seen a lightning rod like him. And I said before the year, I'm taking the over. I think it was three and a half mm-hmm. uh, and wins because Dion. I'm never doubting Dion. And I heard this, Mosley. I heard he and Brett Favre went to Southern Miss and said, we'll coach the team for free. And the athletic director was like, huh, I don't know. I don't know. And – and so for Dion to 
whether he had to go into an HBCU to, to get his foot in the door or that's, you know, he was absolutely determined to bring more attention to HBCUs. I couldn't believe he, he couldn't get a better job than Colorado, but there he is saying, Hey, God put me here, you know, because the disbelievers are going to think I can't do it and we're doing it. And that's the thing about Dion. Now, here's my question for you, Mosley. You see him being the Dallas Cowboys head coach one day. You know, we I asked Jerry about it the other night, and his eyes just lit up. And he, <laughs> and he even joked about it. He's like, I can't really go there because I know where this is going. But Jerry is so enamored with him anyway. And watching what he's doing at Colorado – Jerry said he didn't miss a minute of the game. He stayed up for the entire thing, and he said he loved how he interacted with the players. Uh, I think he's better at the college level because he can work the portal. You can't really work free agency. You can't bring like 30 or 40 new guys in like he can at the collegiate level. So from a recruiting NIL, I think think the collegiate level chip is better for – is better for Dion, but don't think Jerry's not thinking about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Hey, great to visit with you. I know we're going to visit again soon. Uh, thank you so much. Always great perspective on the Longhorns, and uh, we'll be listening, of course, and uh, reading on that Horns 24-7 and then Texas Sports Unfiltered app, and you can find that wherever you get your apps. Uh, the old Play Store or wherever. Uh, I'm, I'm an Android guy. And listen to Chip and Zay do a great job on a daily basis. Chip, I appreciate it. Mosley, anytime, my friend. Talk soon. Okay, there he goes. Chip Brown has covered the Longhorns for many years, covered the Dallas Cowboys before that, and we were together at the Dallas Morning News many, many years ago. All right, uh, we've got to say goodnight. The dismount is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. September is the month to buy a Chevrolet truck. On every 2023 Silverado, you can take advantage of 0% for 36 months or as low as 3.9% for 72 months. Combine this with fantastic trade-in values, award-winning service department, and award-winning body shop, and zero gimmicks. It's a no-brainer. So give us a call, 254-840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We treat you like family. New roads. This is Rob Fortson of Fortson's Meat Market, a full-service local market specializing in high-quality meats at a fair and honest price. That's Texas-raised beef, no fillers or hormones. Fortson's Meat Market can improve your game-day grill skills with tender steaks cut just the way you want. Moist brisket, fall-off-the-bone ribs, juicy pork, and chicken. And who could forget about our famous homemade sausage and jerky prepared right here in our Fortson's Meat Market. Make sure you follow us on Facebook for great deals and weekly specials. Fortson's Meat Market, located just south of the circle in Robinson. Are you stuck in a nine to five trap with a limited pay structure and feel like there's no way out, but you know that you're destined for greater things? At Globe Life Giddens Organization, opportunity is unlimited. My name's Parker, a recent Baylor alum who is looking to be in business for myself, but not by myself. And I'm not only on my way to make over six figures within my first year, but I'm building residual income while doing so. We're looking for competitive, motivated individuals to join our team. For career opportunity, text GLOBE to 41372. GLOBE to 41372. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 till 5 at 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off Interstate 35 in Lacey Lakeview. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Been a, quite a day. <laughs> and uh, wasn't that good, Aaron, to talk to hear from Chip Brown? Very knowledgeable on the Longhorns. You can read him on Horns 24-7. All right. At, go to uh, find him on Twitter, at Horns 24-7. In fact, they're, one of their shows, I was just looking, they had like uh, Chipper Jones, the Braves great on the other day. That's kind of cool deal. Um, we'll have all kinds of folks this week. Uh, I think tomorrow Drake is lining up the sideline reporter for this game on ABC. Chris Budden may be uh, hopefully joining us. Chris Del Conte will be on with us later in the week. Uh, the uh, uh, Texas athletic director, we've had him on in the past. We'll do it again, and uh, that will be a great time. We'll all gather out there on Saturday for a 630 kickoff remember come hang with us at the espn central texas kickoff show it's the pregame show uh and it is powered and presented by the office of baylor alumni don't even have to have a ticket to the game just show up and hang out with us 
and um, and we would love to see it. And you can register. It's like, I mean, it's unbelievable food from Bubba's. And I swear, I think I saw it was like $10 per person. And I'm telling you, the food and the sides and the drinks, you know, it's just everything's great. All right. And if you're like, you know, it's just a neat place to hang out, safe place, great for the family. All right, everybody. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks to Drake Toll. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Listen to John Morris right before us. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, let's check in in Provo, Utah. Here from BYU head coach Kalani Sataki. One of five schools in the Big 12 Conference still undefeated on the young season, coming off a big win over Arkansas. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics Trust. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. The Biela Bookstore and the Spirit Shop are now 